Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome to Make It Rain. I'm your host, Bong with the bong the bang bang. I don't know why you insist on bringing the show so low. Do you mean high? Sure. Okay, we're kicking off this show um, in a bit of a bind. We're a little scared because in the studio there's a sulfur smell infiltrating through the vent. So this might be our last episode. We we may die here. Um, I maintain that it is a disgruntled employee. <laughs> What did you say? <laughs> like shoveling their toots into the vent. <laughs> I'll go upstairs and ask right now. Which oh one God. are you? <laughs> I got to get myself together. Someone is shoveling their toots into the vent. We might die, but we're still going to go on because we care about the podcast. And uh, because Elizabeth is back, and we owe it to her to go on I'm with back. toots coming into the room. <laughs> That's how I'm welcomed. Uh, we have a special episode, Toots Aside. Today we're going to be chit-chatting about what it's like to work for the Royals and how you can get a job there, too. Yeah, we saw earlier this week a job posting went out for a kitchen porter at Buckingham Palace. And at first we were like, hmm. And then we were like... Let's see. It turns out that to work in Buckingham's kitchen, you could live there, but they will adjust your salary accordingly, which is only, and I say only because like this is one of the most expensive cities in the world to live in in London. It's 19,000 pounds a year. Is that pre or post Buckingham Palace price adjustment? That's pre price adjustment. So how much do you make if you're living there? Well, they've calculated that it actually works out to less than the minimum wage if you're putting in a full-time hours. So roughly in terms of like Canadian dollars and American, let's just double it. Let's call it $40,000. That's like making $40,000 a year living in New York City. That's insane. That's not good. And it's not like a kitchen porter is a glamorous job. Like it's not like no. you're making it up by getting, you know, to travel around with the queen or You're essentially a scullery maid. You're a scullery like, maid. Like if this is Downton Abbey, you're with Mrs. Padmore in the kitchen. Yeah. You're making, I don't know, curds and whey or something. Yeah. Whatever the royals eat. Um, so it's not exactly the most glamorous job. No. Um, and it's probably not the most easy or fun. I mean, you're slaving away in a kitchen all day. It's pretty hot in there. Yeah, it's pretty hot in there. It's and cramped. I mean, I don't really know. It would probably sound cool to say to like at a party, like, what do you do? Oh, I work at Buckingham Palace. Have you met the queen? No, I'm not allowed anywhere near her. Like, that's probably what it's like. I do have another question. On that note, for these jobs where you work at Buckingham Palace, do you still go home at the end of the day like a, a regular? like, Or do you just kind of like, do you have to sign out? I imagine that security is probably pretty tight, but 
But if like you could live there and you work in the kitchen, I imagine like the higher up you go, it's expected that you'll just live there, right? Wow. In which case, this brings us to our main topic. What's it like to be a personal assistant for a royal? I bet it's fun. You know what? I'm going to take the the road that it's not fun. Okay. Well, tomato, tomato. <laughs> I don't. I, I equate it to mostly like being like a, a personal assistant for like any actor or like high profile person. You have to be a very specific person who is totally okay with living in the shadows like an Ashley Simpson to a Jessica. Like that's what you have to be okay with. I have a personal story about this. I uh, was an intern once, a very bad intern. Um, to all my previous employers, I truly apologize. I did not understand that you had to tell them that you were working on a specific thing. Sorry. I'm sorry. But I worked for this one reporter who terrified me. I will not name her name or his name <laughs> in case so it's a her. this person is listening. Uh, he or she was very revered in the field and just made me do his or her bitch work, which was is the point of an intern. But I felt like personal assistant. I always had to take cabs around and get yelled at. And it was really scary. And that was for a local, uh, any city, Canada, Toronto, reporter. So, I mean... Was it like Devil Wears prada It was Devil Wears prada except it was more like local news Devil Wears Prada and not so like Devil Hermes wears, and Chanel. Devil Wears and Loft. Well, maybe like Devil Wears uh, Sirens, but like <laughs> Sirens Workwear. I think that's a very specific reference to anyone in Canada. <laughs> hey, we for any of our international listeners, Sirens is a, how should I put it? Flammable club wear. Yes, flammable club wear. Um, and my reporter loved to wear this, which is cool. She, she was just mean to me. But um, I feel like I know what it's like to be a personal assistant to the stars from that experience. <laughs> I already know that just from my ego, like I couldn't take it. Like... Okay. That's true. So when we were doing research, we were specifically looking at the personal assistant or press secretary, as they're called, for Maggie Marks, Meghan Markle. I can't believe how many photos I have seen this woman, her name's Amy Pickerel, in. Like, I've seen so many photos that she's in, but I have never noticed her. It's one of those things that, like in insidious or like a scary movie where like they start to figure out that there's a demon that's been haunting them for years and they start to look through the pictures and you see it in every picture or slender man but oh my god she's the slender man of the royals with being neither a man nor super tall you want to call her not slender while we're at it too no i would never body shame amy pickerel she has a tough job she does have a tough job and she has a, a normal looking body from these pictures i can see i was gonna say like it's kind of like um like you know when like when some couples like turn out that they were in each other's like childhood photos all along yep like that's what it's like, like i literally have never seen this woman before until i went looking well for there her. she is yes tell there me about is. amy picks well let me tell you all about amy so one of the things that stuck out to me about amy and other jobs of this caliber. So she studied history at college. She went to the University of Not Nottingham. Ham? Nottingham? Nottingham? Not Nottingham? I'm not British. Uh, sorry to our British viewers. Please, please correct me. So she studied broadcast journalism after that also. Oh. I really like people with interesting career trajectories. That's why you like me. That's why I like you. In that 
you go to study history, you may be like, I don't know, you like Marie Antoinette or you like World War II or I don't know, whatever historical people like. And then you graduate and you're like, oh, there's not much to do with this. I better become the secretary to the royals. That's cool. It's pretty cool. It's also like the the broadcast caused me pause because that seems like a very, as I, as I work in a media company, like that's just kind of like, oh, maybe Amy had hopes of being a TV reporter. Yeah. And she's only 32 years old. She's only 32. And I don't know how she got into PR after her journalism stint or I do. her degree. Well, please tell me. She worked as the PR director for the Royal Bank of Scotland and she for also, like five years. And she also worked at Ogilvy, which is... Yeah, that's a international PR company. I was going to say that it's a um, Holt Renfrew equivalent, which is what it is in Quebec, basically. Is it? Yes, Ogilvy is a large department store, but not in this sense. Nobody get any crazy ideas. But that's what I thought at first glance. I was like, oh, a local girl. Oh, no. She's not. So she's been in PR for a while, but... Been in PR for a while. To be 32 and working for the most famous woman in the world right now. And she's already been working for the Royals for two years. Yeah, she was working for Prince Harry. or Prince Harry poached her from Wills and Kate. He did. He took her to be um, his senior communications officer, I believe. Yeah, like the thing is, is that to be 32, being a personal assistant to me kind of feels like a young man's game because... At 32, like if someone was like, okay, Lib, now we're going to dedicate your life to basically making sure someone else's life runs smoothly, I'd be like, I ain't your wife, I ain't your mama, I ain't doing shit. Yes, I agree. Although for the royals, it feels like uh, they like the loyal loyal workers, worker bees, and um, the queen's personal secretary, personal press secretary, whatever he's called, Dickie Arbiter has been working for her or did work for her for forever, basically. So I think it's one of those jobs that you kind of got to sign up for a a long stint. Like, I don't know where you go after being the Royals press secretary. You write a tell-all. That's what she has to do. Like, the the only thing left on this woman's bucket list, she's already touched Kate. She's touched Will. She's lived out your fantasy. Which Side reminds note. me. <laughs> Something to come. i got to tell you about my um, dream. So, yeah, like we need to tell all about what it's like to work with Megan and also any insider secrets. Yeah, Small so secrets. I was reading a couple, you know, articles to see, like, what exactly does she do? Okay, so basically, like any publicist, I guess she is the, the person to go to if you want to get to Megan. So if you want to book anything with Megan, she, like, arranges her calendar she also like holds her purse, uh, holds flowers, like tells her, you know, she's that person who ushers people like along the meet and greet. And when Megan gets some flowers from a loving fan and she says, oh, thank you so much. And then immediately hands them off to poor Amy. Yeah. Who's the flower holder. Yeah. But there's like you said, like they like this loyal relationship. So it's kind of mixing professional with personal like I imagine that right now Amy is one of Megan's closest confidants yeah I think um, a royal expert had told Huffington Post that this job pretty much comes with also like a 
I'm going to call it a fake BFF label. You're no Jessica Mulrooney, but you have to kind of be the right-hand woman for Maggie Marks. Yeah. Which is a lot of pressure. That is a lot of pressure, especially because it seems very one-sided. Like, I could never be like, you know what, Maggie, like, telling her if I'm Amy, my boss is being a real bitch today. She's my boss. Yeah, that's tough. Maybe you can go back to Prince Harry, though, and talk to him and be like, you know, I'm old troll and chain. Yeah, control your woman. (laughs) This American is dicking around. But but no, but like, I think it's got to be very tough because you have to have clear boundaries, but be at somebody's beck and call, essentially. I imagine that like things happen in the middle of the day for Megan that or middle of the night that Amy doesn't really go home and say like, okay, I'm putting my phone on sleep now. Yeah, I think if Amy has a significant other, the significant other is probably one of those people who's cons- who are, who's like, oh, my girlfriend is always on their phone. Mine. Never happened to me. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I never go on my phone. She can't really be away from it. She has, like you said, got to be at her beck and call all the time. And I have a feeling that Megan is secretly demanding. She seems like she's very cool and easy in, like, press opportunities and very kind of just, like, take it as it comes. Really, you know, anything goes. But I feel, like, under it all, she's as anal as the rest of us. Well, you don't get to where she is even professionally without being... Like, I don't even want to say a bitch because I think there's, like, a bitch and assertive are two different things. And ambitious. And Megan, let's not forget, she's just a girl from California who, I mean, I don't want to say, like, made it in Hollywood, but she landed a show that provided a steady, like, she was a working actress for about seven years. Like, that's a long time. And she was also... A suitcase holding girl. I knew girl you were going to say that. Before that. So, I mean. So, she's hustled. She's, she's hustled. Yeah. And I don't mean to say, like, she's, I think she's probably demanding because she deserves to be demanding and there's a lot of shit she does. But all that said, I don't think Amy gets much time off. I don't think so either. Or does she go off when they go off? Or, like, does she get. Does she have to travel with them? Like, does she have to go on their overseas engagements. Oh, most definitely. But like if they're like it's been reported that she's here in Toronto visiting J Mall or in Italy. Or in Italy visiting George and Amal, like I'd be like, "You know what? I'm going to take this one as a working trip. Like I'm just going to go see what George and Amal are doing." We're going to take a quick break, but when we come back, we're going to play a little game. So don't go anywhere. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. 
Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Plushcare.com slash weight loss. Let's talk money. I love money. Money. Uh, so we said earlier that the Royals are paying their kitchen porter about $40,000 Canadian a year. Sure. Which is, I, I mean, I don't really know. That's, that's, that sounds a lot for a kitchen porter, but in the grand scheme of things, like that's not a livable wage to be living in in London. Right. What do you think that they pay? I have a list here. I'm going to give you a job title and then you tell me what you think okay. that they make, okay? Okay. Okay. So what do you think a pot washer would make? Um, question first. Do you literally just wash pots or is this a secret job that I am unaware of the meaning of? This is the job description. You'll assist the team by maintaining the wash-up environment, ensuring our chefs and assistants have all they need to deliver hundreds of staff meals every day. Good God, that sounds horrible. I say uh, 13,000 pounds per year. It's 17,000 pounds a year. Pretty close. Yeah, that's a year. Okay, what about an assistant gardener? And this is a job posting from uh, Sophie and uh, the Earl of Wessex, so Sophie of Wessex. You're taking care of a 210,000 square meter grounds Good of God. their home. How much do you think that you're getting? Uh, 8,000 pounds. 18,000 pounds. Duh. Are you like just not good at numbers? I don't know. You think like that's a lot of work. Okay. I get that. But when, when I was lowballed on the poor kitchen porter, I'm just like, at this point, I'm assuming the royal family pays no one anything. That's fair. Give me another. Um, what about a, okay, let's go, uh, Royal Butler. Oh, Royal Butler. Hmm. I say 68,000 pounds. This one is really surprising. 146,000 pounds I'll a year. I'll do it. <laughs> That's shocking That's incredible. To me. And like, well, there's a- Well, it's not really like, I don't think it's that shocking because for this one, you really, you can't leave. You have to be that butler, like- that's, that pops up when no one's expecting you because you're, you're always around doing stuff. So they say that the, the salary depends on obviously like, you know, who you're working for. So that's the Queen's butler. Princess Diana's butler made, you know, maybe less. But but she did do a lot of crazy stuff. So maybe they made more to like deal with her. Yeah, maybe. Okay, what about a horse groomer? Mm, the Queen cares about her horses. So I'm going to say they're not paid badly. Uh, 58,000 pounds per year. 20,000 pounds a year. I can't do anything. I suck. Isn't that, and like, that's not just grooming. That's grooming, like exercising them and training them. That doesn't seem like a lot for someone who loves horses so much. Yeah. You got any more? I do. Okay. Okay. What about a telephone operator? Uh. Here's the job description. (laughs) Given that Buckingham Palace has to field 7,000 calls a week, this is not even that many. What? Well, like, I don't know, compared to, like, a call center or I something. I really do worry that you're not, like, good with numbers. <laughs> no, that's only 1,000 a day. It's not that many. 
that's I don't answer one phone call a day. I don't either, but I don't want every it time, in Palace. Every time like I go to check my voicemail, it's like you have twelve new messages. Fourteen thousand new messages. Maybe the, this person does the same thing. Could you imagine like how many prank calls there are? Anyways, for seven thousand calls a week, you couldn't pay me twenty three thousand pounds a year plus benefits though. Is one of those benefits living there? If you I have to answer so. all the calls. I don't know. Uh, here's okay. This is a little bit more in line with what we do. Okay. And this isn't really uh, business development and communications manager. How much mm. do you think you make? Uh, seventy nine thousand pounds. Thirty two thousand pounds a year. Oh my god! These people don't pay. No, they don't. Social media specialist. So. So that's the person who tweets this a is, thing and then puts. From Will. This is Twitter and Facebook and presumably Instagram. 41,000 pounds. 50,000 pounds. So that's $100,000 Canadian to do social media. So I, I'm sorry. There seems to be a disparity of like wealth here that someone who's like taking care of 210,000 meters of land and busting their back is making a quarter of what you're making. That's the for, environment for we literally live like in, man. Be, Social media like, matters. You could be in the toilets having your egg farts <laughs> and just being like, oh, this is a cute pic from Getty Images of, of Megan and Will. I'll do it. <laughs> yeah, I would do it too, but like it just seems a little bit off. I agree. Um, that said, everybody pay your social media editors. It's very important for everyone to get paid the exact same if they let's just have a communist royal family. Okay, what, what about master of the household? What do you do as master of the household? Master of the house. Anybody? It's like famous? on your LinkedIn, it's like, oh, I'm master of the household for Buckingham Palace. Yeah, I assume that you're like I can't keep putting things to Downton Abbey. Anyways, <laughs> so this is like you're um you're in charge of the kitchen staff. Your pages, footmen, plus all the housekeepers and staff. Uh, six, no, 54,000 pounds. 122,000 pounds. Leaving. Goodbye. Goodbye, everybody. How many more of these do you have? I can't That's do it. them. That's it. That's the only God. last one I have. But do we know how much Amy makes? So it's estimated that Amy makes presumably around 60,000 pounds okay, a year. Okay, not horrible. 120 thousand dollars a year that's i mean that's pretty good right i assume she doesn't pay for like her living or traveling expenses probably not is that job one where you also live there i assume that you either have to live there or in very close proximity. pretty close by like a little shack out the back or something yeah you live with the horses that's what you're doing but it's also Imagine if, like, you were the same size as Megan and, like, you could steal her clothes, like, in uh, Made in Manhattan. Mm-hmm. Man. Yep. So what did we learn from this? We learned that no one Hillary failed math in high I school. fail math. I just had to get my dad to help me. <laughs> I and I dropped out after grade 10. <laughs> maybe grade 11. So I should have had your dad on here to talk to me about wages. Hey, maybe. Isn't he never crazy? paid me enough when I worked at his office. Booyah. Well, because he was like, he probably told you, this Hillary, idiot. he was like, Hillary, I'm going to pay you two dollars. And you were like, woohoo. 
I'm not a smart man. You're, no, you'd probably be the person who's like, I would do it for one. No, you said two. That's what you said. <laughs> okay, I didn't come on the show to be belittled. I came on the show to belittle others. Aren't you glad I'm back? No, you're mean. I know. Sarah and Tori were so nice to me. Yeah, but I got that edge. And an ass that, that don't edge. quit. Yep, that's for sure. Speaking of asses that don't quit, oh. before we go, um, Elizabeth has a little little quip about a sexual dream. I have been sitting on this dream for about a week now. Okay, so a little bit of backstory. Don't mean to be a, bit, a downer, but the reason why I was off was my grandmother, who I'm super close to, was very sick and she passed away. During that time, I was having a bunch of fucked up dreams, maybe taking melatonin, maybe not. In one of my dreams, follow this plot line because it's actually okay, genius. Here we go. In one of these plot lines, I was in this big empty space. It was kind of like Bruce Almighty. Actually, now that I think about it, this sounds exactly like Bruce Almighty. <laughs> so I'm in this big empty space and I go on an app because I'm like, I am so confused about life. I need somebody to talk to. Google so Maps I, for heaven. Exactly. So I go, God, are you there? And then this app says, oh, it no. will take whatever in your thoughts and manifest it into a form of God that you relate to. Who fucking shows up? Prince William, bitches. So Prince William shows up. <laughs> And I don't I'm just like, like where this is going. No, it's legit. I didn't know he became God. Well, obviously not God, but whatever my manifestation of God was in this dream. I don't control this dream. No, I know. I could sell. It's about to get weird. It's about to get really weird. So then in this dream, I'm just like, I don't know what's happening. I'm so confused. And he goes, why don't we just make out a little? And then I woke up. But I could feel it. Like, I wonder actually if Did like, you do it? No. I, I told just, you. You're just going for it. I told you before, like in my my sex dreams it's never actual sex it's just right. kissing but did you do the kissing yeah All right. I, like i wonder if i was like actually like just like frenching the air in my sleep because it was so intense i woke up and i was like don't tell anyone save it for the pod maybe delta was in bed with you that's legit what i thought because i felt scruff on my face like and i was like either prince william has scruff my boyfriend's sleep making out with me or my dog <laughs> is just kissing my face. Oh, that's nice, though. It's nice. But my point is, Dream William, super fine. Super fine. Well, hey, that's that's good. I'm still not on board with this, but I am going to attempt to uh, control my dream so I will have an erotic dream about Prince William, too, and then we can compare. If anybody out there has had a weird dream about a royal... Let us know. Tweet at us at Yahoo Style CA. I would be so interested in reading some. If anybody submits responses for this, you could be featured on an upcoming episode of my weird sex dreams about royals. It's a little wordy, but it's a, an upcoming pod. We'll, we'll um, give it an acronym or something. And that's about it for us today. Uh, aren't you happy that Elizabeth is back with her, her sexual prowess and... Uh, commanding stage presence i certainly am sometimes i just think about it and it just makes me really happy inside and uh that's what we're here for just to make make everybody happy um we'll be back next week with more fun wasn't this fun guys so fun to get the gang the band all back together we got people laughing we got people laughing we survived um in the meantime you guys can let us know if you are the one who farted into the air vent and funneled it into a room um or you can tweet at us at yahoo style ca um and in the meantime you can download this 
podcast that is slowly going off the rails, quickly going off the rails, um, on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever else you listen to podcasts. Bye! Bye! <laughs> Bye! 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 Goodbye! Ready? If I don't make it, <laughs> no, that I loved you all. <laughs> That's what I thought I when the fart sound came so, in. I'm so like disturbed by your love of rock music. It's I don't so love Our Lady Peace. I don't get Nobody it. Nobody does.